Hey, welcome to another episode of the Express Yourself podcast by Zane Masters and Andy Archie. This episode is sponsored by the Express Yourself project. All links will be attached in the description below. Welcome to another episode of the Express Yourself podcast uh, with Zane Masters and Andy Archie. Today we have a guest on who I've known probably since we're nine years old. I think I first bumped into you, 9, 10, 11, around yeah, that Yeah, I think like yeah, early childhood. Yeah. Sure, I think maybe teenage years, possibly. Yeah. And the North Shore, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That time. Um, Kyle Vaughan. So I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've known Kyle for, uh, yeah, since when we met. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> and uh, through that time, we've gone through many identities. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know this, but I actually used to really look up, actually probably do, you know, those drunken conversations from back <laughs> in the day. Yeah. Man, I used to really look up to you um, Appreciate during it. Your, your your painting journey. Yeah. Um, absolutely loved what you were doing and, and I loved art myself. Yeah. And whenever I started getting into writing names, yeah, I went from painting faces with a paintbrush at school and adapted into just writing with my pen even to this day where I'm just riding in the air. Yeah. Like, this has become a yeah. habit. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just force of nature. It just happens and, and you can't yeah, explain bro. it. Yeah, 100%. So, but um, I guess, you know, instead of me giving a bit of an introduction about you, what would you – give us, like, a, a couple-minute explanation on who you are and, and what it is that you do today. Uh, well, I'm 33 years of age from Auckland. Now living in the Gold Coast. Oh, Gold Coast, Brisbane. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. You yeah, wish yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> On the brain. Um, I'm tattoo artist for full-time art is my thing. Um, I don't really know, to be honest. So, like, to where to touch base on is just... I'm just interested in a whole lot of art things. It doesn't matter, like, what it is and so many art forms. I guess that's just what takes up all my time mm. and everything like that. And I guess that's what I'm just really trying to focus on for the moment. And express myself in that way, not as I used to so much <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. Um, give us a little bit of a plug, you know, for people that do want to find you on, on social media with your um, uh, tattoo page. If you go on Instagram, it's uh, K underscore easy tattoos, or I have a Facebook page, which is uh, K dot easy underscore tattoos as well. So if anyone's ever interested in some work. <laughs> I was interested a few times because I've got a few little tattoos all over my body. Yeah. Um, I think there's, what's it, four different tattoos you've, you've done? Yeah, I it? think so, yeah, from the earlier days in my apprenticeship, yeah. Yeah. Which I appreciate because it's always good to get the boys in when you're doing an apprenticeship. Yeah, man. Helps. I'm all about supporting supporting um, friends, you Yeah, know. which is sick, it's good. Um, yeah, so I guess let's take it back, bro. Yeah. Let's take mm-hmm. it right back to get Auckland. an understanding of your childhood. Okay. And, and let's peel the layers back to see where you are today. So, um, I met you on the North Shore. Mm-hmm. Let's let's take it back to where you grew up and um, what your experience was like growing up. With, what's your relationship um, with your mum and father, etc.? I was actually born in Australia because that's where my parents were living at the time. Because uh, my old man was working over here, and then um, we moved back to New Zealand. I can't even remember. I must have been two, three. I, I wouldn't even know. Maybe younger. And then uh, I think we first moved back to like Kerikeri up north for a little bit. I remember staying up there as a child for a little bit. And then we moved back down to the shore in Beachhaven, which I grew up for 
most of my childhood, I'd say, maybe till about the age of 10 or 11, and then we moved to um, central Auckland. And then, yeah, that was home again, and then I moved back to my old man's on the shore. So, like, I was just always bouncing between the two. But I guess, yeah, childhood was definitely just, like, beach haven and growing up on the shore, yeah. For some reason, I thought you were growing up, uh, I thought you lived in Torbay. I did. that's where I met you. I did. I lived there as well. That's what I mean. So, like, um, when because my, my parents separated. But it, like yeah, when I was obviously that's why my mum moved back. But it was yeah, my old man was li- he lived all around the shore as well. So that's why I was kind of in between the two. But my my mum's always stayed in Central for like the past twenty something years. Mm. So, yeah. What got you into graffiti? That's, <laughs> that's what I want to know, bro. Um, <laughs> my first instance I would say for me was um, intermediate. We because I used to skate back in the day. And uh, I was at Ponsonby Intermediate, and they used to have this, like, uh, big netball court at the top and a big alleyway, and it was always just riddled with graph, which was, like, real cool to see at a young age because growing up on Beach Haven, you didn't really see it. You might have seen, like, tagging on fences and that, but you didn't really get the gist of it. But to see, like, full pieces and murals being done at night was, I know, that was the eye-opener for me. And it was just... I think it came hand in hand with skateboarding because I used to skate everywhere. So you're always forever searching for a street spot or to get around that you just stumble. Like skating would just meet graffiti because it's street. So the two street things just cross paths like that and it's just, it just continued. It's funny, eh? Because um, that's where it all kind of started for me was down at the skateboard ramps. It's yeah, yeah. And like you go to any skate park, there's graph. Like, but yeah. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not a bad thing. It's like it's better than skating on a plane concrete yeah <laughs> that's where my trouble started eh? was it was at browns bay skate, skate yeah, yeah yeah like literally and it's you just meet people like that and then i just also remember being an intermediate um like dude in my class came back with like this uh graffiti mag from australia i think and it was just like a train one and i was just like that was just like mind-blowing yeah. for someone at my age i had no idea what it was or what to do or I didn't even know anything. Like, the amount of times I got caught tagging in Intermediate was just stupid. <laughs> like, just not learning, eh? So. Um, just to build a little bit of context, um, there's different styles of, of graffiti. Yep. Um, and there was um, hand styles, mm-hmm. uh, which is just basically your tag. Mm-hmm. So just, just for those who are listening, Kyle had the best hand styles <laughs> out, <laughs> out, of, out of anyone that we knew, you know, in our, yeah. in our circle. Like, um, everyone knew that. Yeah. That if you wanted someone to hit your name up. Yeah. And I think like, there was one night we got, I got my name chucked in there and I was like, yeah, I got mine done by, yeah. by my boat. <laughs> See, and, like, that's the craziest thing is like, I would have never looked at it like that. But the fact that I can do something so simple like that for some people, it can make their day. It has like, as negative as people say graffiti is, it has so many positives for people. And like, we met via graffiti. Yeah. I've met basically all my best friends via graffiti. My whole life has basically been based around it, and it's I wouldn't have what I have now if it wasn't for it, in a sense as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's got its upsides for sure, mm. and I guess it's got its uh, downsides. <laughs> downsides yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey, when the cans aren't paid for, yeah. <laughs> well, that teaches you something new as well. Yeah, <laughs> that teaches you survival as well. So. Depends how you want to look at it. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, that was a really cool, uh, you know, I've spoken to Zane about it and that's still a part of my life that I've I probably loved 
that's one of the highlights of my life was mm. um, getting into, into painting because I've always, you know, to this day, I absolutely love art. Mm. And you saw when you pulled up here, we were up there with the camera. And yeah, yeah. Any sort of expression of art is, I think it's healthy, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. It's a passion. So if it's a passion, it's got to be important. So mm. you have to chase whether people agree with it or not. It's, if it makes you happy, you got to do it. That's, to me, that's what I've learned at the end of the day. Like, it's not about them, it's about you. Yeah. Yeah. Did your, with, with the graph stuff, did it, it's obviously, um, it's transitioned into different forms of art, right? So mm -hmm. you do tattoo now. Yeah. But do, do you paint or do you do anything? Um, I, um, in that I probably don't paint as much as I should. Yeah. I really, um, I want to. I actually really like, I don't know, there's something about me where, my artistic side, I've really put it to the side for some reason. I have no idea why. But mm. when I was younger, I was all, like, say, like, earlier days of graffiti, I was always sketching. I was always drawing. Like, I was always trying to progress. Mm. And then for some reason, I put that on the back burner with my own art. And I don't know why, like, because when you do art, it's not even for, like, what I was saying, it's not for other people. Like, once you start expressing your own works, you just build it up. And then before you know it, you have, like, a gallery of, work to i know either you could give it to people you could keep it you can do whatever really mm. sell it like mm. it's kind of like an endless thing but it's like why wouldn't you tap into that passion of yours for some reason yeah yeah i remember coming to your house up on the coast mm -hmm. and you had that, that the garage garage yeah and um yeah i remember we would just sit around and Smash, yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have a sesh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have spots, yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, we'd just sit there drawing. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, it was a good thing and a bad thing because I was just so, but that's like, that was my life to me. That was like the only, th like I liked working and making money and rah, 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 but that was like the one thing that just, I don't know if it helped me escape anything or like, I don't think it's like anything like that, but it's just like, it just brought me happiness, so that's all that kind of mattered for me, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, as we we're talking before, you know, we were so young at that point of time in our life that yeah. we didn't know what effects we mm. had and pro like programmed into our subconscious mind yeah. from the way we were raised. We, it was just we were in just full creation, which made us happy. You know, mm. at the end of the day, if you look at how we've progressed in life, we've we've adapted into jobs, mm -hmm. uh, families. And, and everything else getting on, going on with our lives, we've kind of taken away from what made us happy. Yeah, definitely, because that's the life takes over in a sense, right? Mm. They kind of, yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. So I guess before we before you continue, the question I have for you is, now that you are, well, since you've been tattooing, what, about four years now? Yeah, I started my apprenticeship in 2017. Yeah. Mm. So do you feel as if your passion... Mm -hmm. for art has kind of been taken away by doing it for a job or do you feel like it's amplified it i'm just curious to understand it's that. um well like the same drive i had for graph back in the day has now been pushed towards tattooing mm. and I, I don't think it's a bad thing because now i'm like reaping a lot of rewards from it i'm meeting new p uh, and i take the same sense of graffiti of meet people bond get together like travel same and then i just put that towards tattooing and it's like now i'm getting like double double so i'm like even more happier because i get to do travel paint yeah. work and make money i've literally created like a lifestyle that i'm super happy with mm. but i think it's always one of those things too where 
you just want to push it so far that you don't know like where the boundary is or like where you'd stop in a sense yeah yeah but that's not a bad thing either i was like, gonna say don't even worry about the boundary yeah, for yeah. that <laughs> keep find out when you hit it bro yeah yeah that's if you ever do uh, yeah. that's it you'll yeah. never hit it bro nah yeah. i don't think so either and that's the beauty in art you know i've seen i've seen like for example we'll go with your style that, that you painted with when you've done graffiti um, mm. art pieces um i've seen your style change so many times yeah and evolve. i feel like that's always been me like a I don't know, like I'll like something for this long and then I don't like it and then like it for this long, don't like it, then change this, change that and it's, I don't, yeah, I don't know, it's just part of growth, I guess, but there's times where I've like looked back and down, what am I thinking? <laughs> like, yeah. what was that about? Yeah. And then try it again, then do it again and then it's like, it's just the cycle of progression. Mm. But, yeah, just trying to understand it and find the medium of where you're actually happy with it is the hardest part. Mm. like because it was all right to do it with graph because you're like oh someone could paint over that or that's gone but like say like tattooing now you're like i have to look at that again like, <laughs> it hurts and it's on so like you're just trying to always progress but yeah it's funny just hearing our conversation that we'll have the listeners thinking and what does this dude paint <laughs> just so you know you're not gonna know but if you know you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's for people that do know and i'll just keep it at that <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting. Um, last night, I, uh, late last night, I wrote a post. So um, Andy and I went went just to shoot because he's obviously getting um, into photography, mm-hmm. and I do video a bit of videography and photography mm-hmm. as well. That's sort of my artistic um, yeah. outlet. You know, that's my expression. And I was writing this post up about creativity. And when I was young, I used to draw a lot, and I, I used to draw. My mum and dad used to buy me scrapbooks and I used to draw. I, I wouldn't say I was like a good drawer, but I felt like I was free. Like yeah, yeah, when I was sure. drawing, I was like free. And I could just wipe out a whole scrapbook in like one sitting, man. Yeah. Know? And I would have every page full with scribble or whatever mm. I was doing and wherever my mind or... Just expression. Uh, yeah, the expression was just flowing bro, yeah. through the pages. And I was so young. And then I hit a point um, in my upbringing where... I kept hearing the words around like, oh, art's a waste of time. Mm. This is a waste of time. Yep. Um, you need to get a real job. You know, those things started yeah. to creep in, bro. And then I really suppressed my creativity. Yeah, for sure. Up until last maybe year. the last year or two years. Yep. And and um, So you put it on the back burner for that long, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%, bro, because I, I didn't value it. And, and I, I fully had the belief system, like I had to undo all of this. I had the belief system that like I wasn't creative. Mm. Or uh, like you weren't worthy. I of wasn't worthy of yeah, create, yeah. you know, and like I'll, because like my comparison was like people that had been like honing their skills for years, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's like people don't talk about the times where you suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this dude's actually starting to get really good. Like it's like that with anything, right? Yeah. And it's interesting listening to you talk about your progressions of art because mm. like we can all agree, like and Andy, like. When I created like a video, it has you know get an amazing response, right? And I'm like, fuck! Like I'll pull the flaws apart, and mm. I'm like, oh it's man, human like, nature, to yeah, just break, break, yourself yeah break, down. break it down, bro. Yeah. But the beautiful thing in that expression is, I feel so happy, bro. I feel so happy when yeah, doing yeah. it, and like, I always um, encourage people to like tap into their creativity. Yeah, well, like under can. I'm stoked you touched base on that because that's how I always felt like. Your whole childhood, you're always told, you know, be yourself, be you. And as soon as you start getting older, everyone's like, oh, pull nah, back, pull be back. Be someone else. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, no, nah, that's not just like, that's not normal. And then yeah. it's like, what is normal? Yeah. There is no normal. 
yep. like every culture's different everyone's upbringing's different every household is different so i used to hate it when yeah like what you say you had a passion about something but because no one else could see it they're trying to dull it out or say like you know yeah like it's not worthy you can't make money well or you know there's so much things you can achieve from just i know it's just the belief factor in yourself yep. that's where it starts and if you just stick to it, it something will come from it kind yep. of thing 100 percent. well you're built to life off the back of your yeah, creativity yeah. bro yeah and right? it's like as i get older with all the other boys that still do it as well like everyone's progressing so well in life because everyone's turned every negative into a positive and that's like the main thing for us i think like even you guys yourself like you get to that point where you're like i could do anything mm. but and i know what you mean when you say like you'd create a video and you're so worried about other people's input that it kind of puts you off but it should never be about that it's like everyone's been there like you have to if anything it's probably good to get critiqued early you just gotta put the ego aside yep and be open to take the criticism but at the same time if these people aren't in the industry i wouldn't really worry about the criticism because <laughs> i wouldn't listen to someone who has no idea what they're talking about yeah yeah <laughs> That, that comes down to something that I guess we've learned now is, is feedback, you know. Mm. Feedback is, I think we've touched on this before in previous podcasts, but feedback is so important. Mm. But when we were growing up, we had that tall poppy syndrome, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, if you're too good, people will be like, oh, this dude thinks he's a man, he's shit. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're really amazing, it's just that, no, I'm going to cut him down, he's getting too good. Yeah, there's like, and I feel in New Zealand, there's like, may, maybe the whole of New Zealand, but even New in Zealand Auckland, and Australia, yeah. Yeah, like tall poppy syndrome. there's a whole... I don't get that upbringing of how everyone just wants to cut everyone down and it's like a it's a pretty hostile environment back home and how negative people can be so that's like when i found this group of mates that i paint with they were all just like me like-minded and so i was like these are the people i need to surround myself with because the other people i thought were my mates growing up they're just there for the good times and probably created the bad times as well and yeah. I just had a full movie reel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's just, but yeah, I think there's a huge problem back home with it and it needs to stop. Like, people just need to help each other and mm. be about the future and, you know, just if someone's trying to do something different, they might as well back them mm. kind of thing. Because yeah. we've learned, you know, with each other is, is feedback is actually where you develop. You know, if, mm. I, if I were... Let's say, for example, I were to show you something that I did. Um, if you genuinely wanted me to succeed, you would say, uh, you could do this a little bit different or you could do this a little bit different. I think it's pretty good or you're on the right track. Mm. Or, man, I think you should try to steer away from that and maybe try something more like this. Yeah, yeah. And instead of, like, trying to attack the emotions, you genuinely care when, when someone asks you for general feedback. Whereas a lot of people will just say, if I show you you know, if I show you this piece mm -hmm. and just to make the conversation easier, just be like, yeah, that's mean. But really you think, oh man, that's really shit. Like this dude sucks at drawing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if we came into that mentality or if we had that earlier, bro, we would have all done a lot better a lot sooner. Mm. Um, I stopped I stopped in that space altogether mm. uh, because a lot of things, <laughs> I got carried on with my life, but I never felt, I was always comparing myself to other people's work and I never felt like I was good enough yeah. and it's taken me when I was 30 I think I started painting from home I'd never ever painted before mm. never painted with paint paintbrush and I started doing portraits yeah 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 and um 
man, I felt so at peace again. Eh? I felt so happy. And at that time, I didn't care about the judgment of others. I knew everyone was a bit older now, whereas we're in a place where we could get general feedback. Like, mm. What do you think of this? Yeah. You know? um, I guess going from that back in the day, where people would be all about, uh, I mean, you're biting his style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to start from somewhere, right? Yeah, well, like everyone in art, like yeah, you have someone that you look up to, so you're going to take parts of them for sure, but then you just got to learn to make it yours. But that's art. Like, is no one just starts something by themselves and they're just like, that's mine. And if they do, it's like very rare. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's growing up now. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's, yeah, it's a huge learning factor in all that stuff. If you could pass a message on to the younger generation, I guess the people that have followed you or, or people that are getting into the industry mm. of expression, we'll call it expression, um, what would you give them as tips? Um, do it 100%. Be you. Like Always make sure it's like you involved because if it's not you, you're just people pleasing. Mm. and that's not. You'd rather be 100% you and have your work and have it criticised than just doing something for the fact of it's like just doing a normal job just to get paid like you want to i know and just really like what we were saying before be open to criticism like you just got to be willing to work and it's not an overnight kind of thing like like you're saying like you look at other people that you looked up to they've got they've been going through years of work to get to somewhere like it's a breakthrough after hard years yeah so yeah i don't know i just say just stay consistent stay on it stay honest as well be willing to work. It's hmm. awesome, bro. Yeah. What's um? What was your? Tr- where was your transitioning point from um? Like graft to to tattooing from? Uh I was lucky enough to get an apprenticeship through my good friend Mystic. Thank you. <laughs> um, he offered it to me because when I actually first moved to Australia, I used to be his like trade assistant, and then he just said like, "I can see you've got the willing to like dr- you got the drive to work. You want to." progress in something i feel like you're wasting your talent at this job so when i can get you to start i'll get you to start and that was yeah like literally 2017 i never really ever thought about tattooing at all like my whole life growing up everyone was always like you should do tattooing because you like art and i was just like nah (laughs) (laughs) i liked doing art for myself not for other people yeah and then yeah then I remember, like, even when I started my apprenticeship, he was like, I want you to have, like, 60 drawings done before you even come in. And I was like, and I didn't even know, like, what tattooing kind of looked like as, like, actual physical design. Yeah, I have them and that, but, like, to actually design it yourself, I was like, I don't even know where to begin. I did, like, all these horrible drawings. Like, that was, like, so bad. And then I took them to him and he's like, not one of those is tattooable. And I was like, damn. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I thought I had, like, done well because I was like, oh, he said 60 or something and do it in this time. And I smashed them out in two weeks. So instead of focusing on the actual design, I focused on the number yeah. to make it look better. But he's like, it's always about the, the design. Like, if you focus on the design, the work will come or, like, the talent will build. But I was too busy trying to be, like, I'll just have heaps so then you can choose from them. And then he said none of them would work. So <laughs> I, I find that really interesting, eh, because um, – if we take it back a little bit, mm. that's the mentality that it was to be seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if I get more out, uh, there's more chance to be seen. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, it's... It was a program. Yeah, yeah. I was just had it in me to be like, I wanted to just 
show that I can do it. Like I was obviously eager, but I just didn't look within myself or at like the actual yep. thing at hand that had to be done here. So even like, yes, like what you're saying, like where did I learn? Like literally as soon as I started my apprenticeship is when I actually fully learned how to like design tattoos. It was a huge transition for me. It was really different. That's amazing. That's that's cool, bro. That's, yeah. That, that's cool. Would have been a shock. It right? was a ma- huge <laughs> shock. Yeah, it was like, it was, I was not expecting it. Even like to just be shown, like I remember one of the other boys, uh, Ernest, who's in our crew as well, he came over for a guest spot and I was still just like drawing in the shop that day and they were trying to teach me how to draw like a trad rose and I was like, I was trash, man. <laughs> like, And it's not that hard, but it's it's hard yeah. if you don't know the fundamentals yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you've like developed a lot of skills underneath. Um, is it Mystic? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's an amazing tattooer. Yeah, yeah too. he really is. Yeah. No, he's just, he really helps like anyone. Anyone that stepped into that guy's studio, you'll just go from this to this. And yeah. he just helps your mindset with everything, just growth, belief in yourself. Like he's just that kind of person that can really get you from here to here without you even asking for it. Yeah. And that's like the best thing for me to like, I seen that went to start and I was like, I'm skipping so many steps here if I start with him. And then, yeah, that's once again, but that's, mm. I know him via graffiti. So if, <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be in that position again. I got that feeling from him too when I when I came up to the studio. You could tell he he actually wanted everyone to do really well. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's the simple things of making the customer feel welcome. Just he's like real similar to me. Like I can talk to anyone about anything, and just, and who knows, someone like a client could teach me something new each day as well. Like they tell me other things I never knew. So it's like a it's a double handed thing. Like they help me, I help them, kind of thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that's the other thing I love about the industry is like. You're not just going to work and dealing with, like, you've got the same colleagues, but, like, your clients change every day. So that's a cool thing. Mm. And draining. <laughs> <laughs> you said something um, You said something off camera a little earlier that um, caught my attention that mm. I really wanted to have, have a discussion about. Like, you said that um, we were talking about, you know, connecting. You've obviously got a business going and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and you starting to put photos out on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, yeah. And really connecting with it, like... Who who did you speak to that influenced you to transition? Uh, to like, like you mean like put myself out there yeah, more? Yeah, um, yeah, When did that sort of start happening for you? Well, even just with my, my um, Stasi, I'd probably say helped me a lot with that because she started getting into that as well. And then I was like, I realised like, oh, it's true. Like even when I'd post a photo, say of like myself, it, you'd get a lot of interaction because sometimes the tattoo is just a tattoo to people. They've seen it. But when they see you, it just draws them into liking you yeah i don't know what it is but i guess it's just a human thing human thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you need so a face like a face to the yeah and then like the brand and like what i was saying like just now because it's my business i don't want to just keep it strictly work, work related like it's it's a representation of me as well like so i'm gonna put another other things form of art for you yeah yeah like <laughs> it's i gotta and if people don't like it they don't like it that's fine but like i have to be honest i don't want it to just be like a workplace and then i'm like socially shut off from everything else or like, I can talk to clients outside of tattooing as well. Like, it doesn't just have to be tattooing, you know, just because that's what I provide or, like, offer doesn't mean that's the only thing, kind of. That's what I thought. Because it's, qu- like, quite a... I feel like most art is quite closed-minded. Everyone's always just like, no, nah, I just want to do my art, post that, and that's it. But, like, there's such a bigger interaction out there that needs to be done. That's what I've found anyway. We've, we've really noticed that... 
um, this year especially. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all, always do about branding, but uh, we did a short marketing course this year. Oh, yeah. And it just opened my mind into a whole different – that's actually one of the reasons this was formed. Yeah, Because cool. people that follow you, they want to know who you are. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and to give a little bit of context behind that, so I, I know a couple other tattooists that they go live all the time. Yeah, yeah. And they, they use their platform – not just as tattoos. Yeah. And I remember seeing, this was only recent, probably about a week ago, someone was doing doing a live and they said, oh, I want to get a tattoo from that guy. And it was strictly just because it was that guy. Mm. So it just, it, it broadened my horizon further was to understand that people will come to you purely for you. Yeah, yeah. They don't give a fuck. If Half of them might not even give a fuck what it is that they get on then. Yeah, but yeah. But if you build a relationship with you, then it's the energy thing. Yeah, man. Mm. They 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 pay to be there. Yeah, yeah, and they they're happy to be there as well. And that's that's the whole shifting. Like what I was saying, if it's just like you constantly posting your work, it's not relating. Yeah. To everyone in a sense. So like you see a live video, and even just how they like interact with people or stuff, it's like a it's what people want. Mm. So you can have a barber who's um, like a therapist, you know. Yeah, most yeah. barbers are. Well, they reckon like once you're in that industry and you're kind of like even like our industry, like you. You're not touching people in the wrong way, but like <laughs> because you got to tattoo them, and that they kind of you got to make them feel comfortable, and yep. then mm. when they get comfortable with you, they kind of open up. It kind of becomes like a therapy thing as well, which mm. that's what I was saying. As times like work can be really good and super draining because you're yeah, you're, take, you're, you're taking on two things as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. There's there's something I want to go into before we keep going forward. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm still stuck in the. The, the graph, yeah, that's the graph cool. scene. I, I love, like, you know, I feel like a little kid. Yeah, like a know. little reminiscing kind yeah, of. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I love this shit, man. Like, yeah, yeah. No. That was a great part of my life. Yeah, for sure. There was there was a point in time where, um, like, we were all in our little crews. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how I got into a crew, but I made it into a crew. Yep. <laughs> um, and you, there, oh, there was a time when the graffiti scene changed, you know, mm. where people would do big pieces, mm-hmm. but they'd, That'd be average, you know? Yep. And then uh, GBAC came in the scene and they did big pieces, mm. but they looked fucking gangster <laughs> <laughs> as yeah. well. Yeah. So they, they, they changed the game where it was people would do rollers, they have a brush roller and mm. they'd, they'd write their name, right? Just so you could build a bit of context. Yeah. And, um, and then GBAC came in the scene, like heavily came in the scene yeah. where they were doing full piece um rollers and rollers taking out whole walls and stuff like that yeah bro with cracks through them and like look like the piece was absolutely amazing eh so how did that relationship start that's what i want to know because because that was probably like hands down probably burst or shout out to bobby because he was always the guy that was like looking ahead he was always just like because like how he's a cool dude too man yeah yeah super humble man but like it was one of those things too like we had to get inspiration from other people too. So that kind of stemmed from us looking at Australian graph sites and American graph sites. Like what they were doing was helping us be like, all right, set the bar. Like we have to do it differently back here kind of thing. And that's how it opened up for us. It just took one dude in the crew to be like, like this is what we're going to do. And then we were also hungry for it. We could all just help out. And yeah. yeah. So like, there was sometimes those rollers you seen. He did that all by himself. Oh like, no shit! Yeah, like on a ladder, six hours or seven hours. Just like, this is the animal, man. Like, 
Because sometimes you'll see the piece starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll be finished another night. Yeah. Man, that honestly, that, that blew my mind. Like. And I think like how how we did Owaraka, like the pipeline. Yeah, that was like that's the right. that was the one that opened up everyone's eyes to like, holy shit. Yeah. Like these dudes are weird. <laughs> like they're committed. Like full barns. Yeah, they, yeah. They, you couldn't see. They were like a kilometer away. You'd see them on the freeway. Oh, and you'd yeah. look in the corner if you knew, because if you had the eye, you'd yeah. be looking everywhere. And then you'd see this like barn with a massive roller. Um, but you'd only see it if you were if you were looking. Yeah. But if you're looking, there was something there was something big right in front of yeah. you. Yeah. yeah man. That was a game changer, eh? I, I absolutely loved I feel like G Back changed the whole scene for graffiti in New Zealand. I, I think so. Yeah, like there was already people like RTR and TMD and they're like those guys are already pushing boundaries like really good. Yeah. And like a bunch of crews in Wellington and Christchurch as well. But But you guys changed the scene for street. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think that was our main goal anyway. It was like we always looked at everyone else's competition. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but it was just like if you treat them like competition, it forces you to be better and level up kind of thing. And that's that's kind of just how it stings. Like you just you you're just in a competition and you just want to be the best yeah. in a sense. Or just show people. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably at a young age, it's a little bit ego driven. Oh, absolutely! It'll be full ego driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when I was younger, I loved, I lived off that stuff. But now it's just like I'm a lot older and it's for myself, and yeah, that's all it is. It's not for anyone anymore. It's for me. Well, because a lot of the other guys that were in the scene that were already known, they were older. Yeah, they were heaps older. Yeah, so we got like a lot of hate as well, or people being like, "Yeah, you guys aren't," and that just helps you as well. It just pushes you to be like, "We're gonna show everyone like, yeah, we're we're dedicated to this." What was that that competition that they used to have on K Road? Uh right for gold, is it? Yeah, that's yeah, the one. yeah, yeah. And so that was like a turning factor for us as well, like just seeing everyone and competing with everyone. Yeah, yeah. And I think I like those kind of things because I'd meet like a bunch of the older boys too, and then they'd give you respect because they obviously see the like work you put in, which is cool. And it's just like yeah, just that just face. that little bit of thing like to get from someone that's a generation above you is it's cool. Yeah. Mm. Man, <laughs> yeah, you just he loves back. he loves his stuff, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, bro. Like, I, there's like, I've probably, I've probably had a lot of relationships. Be like, man, this guy's got a problem, eh? Like, because <laughs> I, I can't travel and not do it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And like, there's times where I'm like, I know my partners have been like, dude, relax. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it's the same thing again. It's the passion. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, this passion can get me. In a lot of trouble right now. What am I doing? Mm. So it's finding the balance. It's funny because, um, like back in that time, like I got into bodybuilding and all that, and that was like a whole different scene. But what a man! <laughs> <laughs> but for me, for me, you know how you have like your people. Let's say some bodybuilders will have their idol they, that they looked mm. up to, which is why they got into that industry. I didn't have an idol they looked up to. I was in the graffiti scene. Like I'm still in there. Mm. I still follow people because that was my passion growing up through like teens coming into early 20s well teen most Mm. of my teen years um for me so i feel like these conversations are still alive as fuck for me eh? yeah yeah (laughs) and it's hard because you're obviously grown apart from it so now a lot of other people you actually hang around with don't quite understand it and you're like you can't really bring it up with them because they'll be like what yeah yeah we we didn't we don't do that you're like yeah zane remembered like I said, bro, did, did you ever see G-Back? Mm. Yeah. And he, um, you said you saw some of 
Whangarei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz a few of the boys used to live up live there. Up there yeah. So we used to go up there quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun little place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually watched um I was at one of the skate comps. Um I watched I don't know which one of you is part of your guys crew. Hmm. He um like while the skate comp was running, he was like on the back of the ramp. He was he was um Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That. Yeah, up. yeah. It would have been um Cairo. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I was just I watched them. I I said I didn't watch a skate comp. I is just that the one that's them. like the skate park near the BP in there? Yeah, it is yeah, right across yeah, the road yeah, from yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I just sat there and watched. I was young, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just watched them. I was like, like I loved it. I loved all of that stuff. But like I said, like I was just like had that that belief system around like mm. I'm not good at this. I'm not worthy of this. Yeah, but yeah. I still enjoyed like watching people create stuff like I that. I think it's um especially in those little towns too, like they need to be more accepting to art being done because it helps yeah. kids as well. Like kids really need this. Like there's nothing worse. Like how Brisbane can be so boring because they just don't have art around. Like, yeah. like yeah. even though it's not something I personally want to do myself, but it's like it helps mm. generations and kids and I don't know, just yeah. better than a plain wall yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. So yeah. like when you travel through Europe and States and that, and it's just everywhere, you're like, it's, just, it's good. Yeah. And that's so true. I, if, if the government were more supportive, they would have less of it on the street. Yeah, like it's kind of like that Melbourne aspect, how they just right. like... And yeah. I, and, like, I get it, like, people just need to not worry about it. It's not... Like, there's too many, like, heroes yeah. and stuff. Like, it's just not worth it. And then they pay millions of dollars to clean it. It's like, what's... What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, I got made an example because of that when I got caught my first time. Just doing tags, too. Mm. I think I paid, like, a $2,500 fine. Holy... Wait, over here or in New Zealand? No, nah, New Zealand. Yeah, okay. They wanted to make an example. Of yeah. And oh, that's what I mean. Right. Like, and then they they make you pay a fine and then they'll pay someone to clean it and yeah. then pay a bill on top of that. It's like, it makes no sense. Yeah. I think, I don't know if, I, I could be wrong, but I remember back in the day, like that skate park across the road from the BP, mm. like you were allowed to, to bomb there. I think so, yeah. Yeah, like that was like, they said like, do it there. Yeah, like if... And if it was cool, bro, because yeah. everybody yeah. just was out there. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't up. make... Yeah, like if you kind of like give it to an area, it kind of keeps it yep. there or else yeah, it, yeah. it might sprawl out a little bit around it, but that's, yep. that's going to happen regardless. But I feel like they definitely need those kind of places. And then yep. like even over here now in Brisbane, they've, they've been shutting down all these walls that you could legally paint because just for no reason, they just want to be like, we want to stamp it out. It's like, well, what are you meant to do if you take everything away? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like a kid, like you know, your parents take your toys away. You're like, well, yeah, now I'm just gonna rampage or something. I don't know, you're gonna, yeah, <laughs> like you know, you're, you're a parent, like you can yeah. see. <coughs> so it's just one of those things, like you only get like such a little amount of something, and then when you take more and more of it away, it's like, well, it's just gonna progress into something else. Mm. Yep, but that yeah. society they just want to strain everything or have a hold on it, like control stuff, and it just and that's when you have people on the opposite wanting to explore. You know, like, for example, growing up in church, mm. as soon as I was allowed to spread my wings, man, I was out causing a fucking rampage everywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah. because I've been so confined for so long. So yeah. you're going to have that. So even my my mum, she was kind of like that. Like, uh, as I get older, I see, like, what she was trying to do, but she was trying to keep me, like, so straight and narrow that she doesn't realise it pushes you to yeah. do other things as well. And then, yeah, like, they just, they just want the best, but it's... Yep. It's just got to find the balance. Mm. Yeah. It's it's more giving, like, you, like you said, like a place mm. where you can express your yeah, creativity yeah. and your artistic. Because there's nothing worse than not being understood. 
Yeah. Like, 100%. you know, and you're trying to, you're trying to yeah. be out there and do what feels right to you. You're trying to do what feels right. And then someone's like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's a bit like your dad forcing you to play a sport you hate it, but it's just because he likes it. Yeah. Like, that's not you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got to find your comfort and what brings happiness to you. Yeah, bro. I love what you said there. You said um, there's nothing worse than trying to be under, than not being understood. Like, that's yeah. all you ever want to be is, is to be understood. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's like what you're saying before, like, expression, like, mm. people. Especially as you're growing up. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, relationships, business, like, everything, you just need to be understood. In a sense, like something um, recently that that came alive for me was, I'm not trying to be understood. I came I came to that point whereas, man, I'm not actually trying to be understood anymore. Mm. And I feel like as soon as you can come into that that new paradigm, right? There's no restraints. No, what you can and can't do. Because like, well, fuck, I'm not trying to be understood anymore. I'm just going to do me. Yeah, because regardless of what you do, you're going to be judged. So That's you, it. You right? might as well That's just. It. Do but just not be an asshole about that. <laughs> <laughs> obviously you stay within the borders of things, but like yeah, like you just literally gotta find You can you be do. respectful about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like you don't have to step all over people to be understood in yep. a sense. Like that's that's what I believe in anyway. Mm. And how's that going for you? Oh man, there's always gonna be people that try and dim your dim mm. your light, but um I think just train staying true to yourself then. That's the main thing. Eh? It, it can't really tamper with you, you know? Yep. Because um, if we're constantly, I guess that all steps and stems into people pleasing, you know? Yeah. If we're always trying to please people, then we're never being true to ourselves. Or be know? happy, like, because yeah. you're, you're not being yourself kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Um, like, there's a lot of things that I've done over here that I never would have been able to do in New Zealand. I would have been mm. stuck in, in a box. Mm. And still living conformed to how other people feel about me and not being able to experience more aspects Life. of myself, you mm. know? Like, I never thought in a million years we'd be doing breathwork. Nah. I never thought we'd uh, come uh, and do a breathwork <laughs> with you yeah, today. Yeah, that was amazing too, bro. So thanks again for that. I really needed that. But yeah, like, I never, even growing up, that something like what we just did before was that wouldn't even cross my mind because that's, like, girly. Yeah. Like, growing up, you know, that's the whole cut-off mentality thing, like, so I'm saying like NZ's got huge problems, especially with like suicides and that because everyone's so cut off mm. and with traumas and that there's problems there because men can't express themselves. or They don't want to be quote unquote gay. Yeah, well like uh, another thing that made me realise is when growing up is like you couldn't even smile in photos because that's taken as a weakness. Yes. You, you yeah. couldn't even Far be, you, you couldn't be an idiot in photos because that's weakness. Yeah. Like every part of weakness but being vulnerable is the best growth you could possibly have. Like that's for me, anyway, like I feel like when you're there, like if you look back at all your photos back in the day, everyone's like staunch, showing yes, game signs with all the boys. But it's bro, I literally have lots of photos of me with all my boys holding a Cody's can. Yeah, yeah. The pulling, oh, the pulling the fist up, bro. <laughs> yeah, see, like, <laughs> but, but it's like you're like, because that's what you know, or that's like what you want. That was to, my environment. Yeah, bro. and that's like, but the weirdest thing is you would attract it because that's what you wanted to be around. Hundred percent. So you don't you, you're subconsciously creating these circles that you don't even realize but you can detach yourself from them but it's just like it's an everyday thing you just know it so you just do it yeah and that's where like the problem starts and then you like look inside yourself and you're like damn <laughs> yeah now i know learn keep moving you were talking about cody's before oh but did you know about the cults yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
And that's a mean trip down memory lane. This yeah. is like a mad reminiscing. Episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool, bro, because like although I wasn't a part of the graph scene, I was a breakdancer. Yeah, see, so you're so part of the four a, elements. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I just seen it everywhere. And uh, like I thought it was amazing. And all my boys done it. Yeah. But just like, I don't know, I just... Never, yeah, it's it's never, not I for just, I didn't just do, didn't do it. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's not for everyone. Like, and yeah. then you're still somehow being a part of the four elements. You're still involved. Yeah, like technically, and it's just like that's all that matters. Like you respect it, you understand it, but yeah. it's just not your thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, just like breakdancing. Like, oh, I'm trash at dancing. Yeah, like, yeah. I cannot dance at all. Mm. Can't even dougie. Yeah, <laughs> but you get to appreciate it all. Yeah, yeah right. Because sure, you you just see it as like that's a skill. You man. see the art form in it, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. that's like as I got older, I seen the art and like everything, like even photography. There's something about me that I really like. I was following photographers for ages just because I liked the art of the actual photo mm. and like capturing something. And then it makes me realize like I really want to get a film camera again and have like actual. I'm sick of stuff just being like data based. I want it to be like yeah. in a physical form. It just lasts longer. It has the effect that you want. Mm. It's interesting you're touching on it because this has really been a part of our evolution recently. Mm. Where I realized that uh, even though I haven't been immersed in some form of art, my whole life has been some type of artistic flow. Mm. Whether it's been the way you dress. Yeah, for sure. Or the way you look at things. It's If you're artistic, you got the well, No, I'll, I'll rephrase that. We all are artistic in some degree. We just need to know what form of art is our magic, yeah, our, sure. our medicine. Yeah, definitely. Like some people are good with numbers, some people are good with words, and then other people just find their art and other things. I, mm. I reckon, and it's, it's a hard thing to follow. But yeah, what's what's um, the future for you, bro? What what do you got in the mix? Uh I really want really want to travel since we've been so restricted with traveling. I really want to get back on that and just for me, it's just like work, health, and just. Being better, I just, I don't know, in, in all aspects, just, like, wherever I can grow, that's, like, my focus now is, like, being vulnerable. Like, any opportunity that comes my way, like, say, like this, and the breath work, like, I'm just, like, yeah, take it, take it, take everything I possibly can now because life's short, might as well enjoy everything I can and just do what I want to do. I've really noticed that recently, eh, uh, with our conversations we had, mm. that you're hungry for some... Yeah, Some more understanding of self. Yeah, I think it's. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's like I I have a drive inside me, and I let it slip for a bit, yeah. and I don't know why, but I did, and then it's just like that's not you. Like I don't know, maybe it's just you get in your own head, and you just or you get comfortable with something or relationship, you get comfortable, and then you kind of like realize like, damn, like I dropped the ball here, and the only thing I dropped it on is myself. Mm. So like I need to pick that back up and start running again, and just go all in like and then it's like i don't even know like what we're saying like boundary wise i don't even know where i'm going to take it but as long as i'm happy and enjoying everything i'm doing that's it's me i know i feel like because the the everyone's so set on married getting married getting a house and like that's life and i'm like that's cool it's amazing but there's so much to see i don't know there's so much to do in life like why like because that's the old school way like you married you have kids and then you parents look after everyone which is sick like it's good they do all the growing up thing and then like when they're in their 50s or 60s then they start traveling i'm like i don't want to do that like i don't want to wait till then mm. and if i don't have anything kind of like holding me back now like why why stop mm. might as well enjoy it because i look at other people too that do have all that and like money's like we all need money we all like it 
but I just don't <laughs> want it to be like the thing that holds me to something. Yeah. You know, you can have a thousand bucks in your wallet, you can lose your wallet, it's gone like that. Like, it comes and goes. It's just, you just got to enjoy mm. the journey, I guess. And I guess that's what I'm trying to do is get my feet back on the journey and understand where I w really want to take it. It's such an old paradigm, and I think we can all agree with this, is to get married, mm. have some kids, buy a house, save for your funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. like, it's amazing. It works for some people, which is... Yeah. yeah. That's them. And then, but I'm just like, I'm just not living like that, and I don't want to live like that. Like, mm. say, like, when I travel and go camping and just, like, freedom kind of living, I'm just like, this is where I get the true feel of self and life and, like, Money can't, money helps provide for that, but it's like at the same time, money can't buy that experience and stuff. It's mm. priceless for me, anyway. I love that, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much like you. I, 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 I need to be free, mm. and you know, <laughs> I yeah. need to be a free, and I need to be expression, expressing. I, because I locked myself down for a long, a lot of years. Like I worked in a corporate environment for yeah, yeah, for years as a professional, bro. Yeah, and it was just like and it, it killed me. Yeah, so you just get a job for the pay and to then provide for my family. And yeah, you know, yeah, do all of the things. Yeah, yeah know, exactly. Which was cool. Was like the sensible route to get on. Yeah, um, I don't have any regrets because I learned a lot of things that I needed to learn mm. in order for me to progress into this phase and transition in my life. Yeah, um, but I'm like you. Like I want to experience life, man. I I, I don't I don't want to. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be a vic like I don't want to just coast through it it's like um the biggest one for me is like even with travel people be like why would you go to that country i'm like why wouldn't you yeah like yeah. What, why would i close that door like why how stupid is that like mm. what and they're like yeah but you don't know i'm like what's wrong with living in the unknown like oh bro oh, speaking my language <laughs> <laughs> like you know like it's just and that's when I'm like, as I get older, I'm like, I have to separate myself from these people. I'm just like, it's just, it doesn't work for me. Like the way you're thinking just is not good for me. Or like, you know, that's fine for you. And I'm not judging you. Like you can live however you want to live. Just don't try to tell me how to live my life. Like mm. in that aspect. And I think that comes back from the whole art thing. Like you just, you just really want to do things on your own terms and just see stuff. Life is literally a form of art itself, eh? Yeah, literally, man. <laughs> like, it's it's full on. And this changes, like, all the time. But like you said, you have to go through those other changes in order to be like, oh, okay, that didn't work for me. Like, mm. this is what I like now. And then it takes time, but you get there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not an easy road, but yeah. um, a necessary road, bro. Yeah, yeah. And then that, like, what you said, it helps build the fundamentals, I guess, or so, like, where you know, like, no, nah, I'm not doing that again, or I'm not taking that on, or... You just really learn those factors. And I, I remember, like, out of all the boys in the crew, they were all already, like, progressing with life. And I was just, like, the one dude I felt like anyway. Maybe it was just a burden. But I was <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, I'm not doing shit with my life. like, And I have talent and skills to do something. What am I doing? And then, yeah, they were all, like, what are you doing? Like, I remember they like, would do, like, Skype calls. And, sh and they're all talking about, like, their uni or, like, what they're doing with their art. And I'm just, like. I'm drinking, <laughs> like I'm partying, I'm not doing, I'm not tapping into that mm. artistic mind that I used to always have and be so driven for until tattooing again. Bro, that's so cool that you've had that circle of friends. Because mm. um, I can really see it now too, because I, I remember you just transitioned yeah. out and I never saw you again until I came here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
having a group of friends that are doing things, yeah. constantly doing things, and actually generally want you to do Progress, better for yourself. Yeah. And then like the fact that we like generally always conversate as well helps because yep. it's not just like small talk randomly, like how you been, good, yep, cool. So everyone's actually like commenting and talking about like what they're pushing with their work and sharing photos and I already see it on their Instagram and then now I'm even like replying to their stories more because I'm like, I need to be the friend I always was. And yeah. it's like a good friend and just interact, like let them know it's not fake or anything. It's stay genuine and it helps me stay positive and on my own grind as well. Mm. Yeah. What an awesome um, conversation we're having. Like, I don't, we don't got much time left, so we, we've got to wrap Damn. this up. But uh, <laughs> the, yeah. I, I actually don't want to get off. I was, yeah. I was no, real no, worried I was going to be like, oh, I don't know what to say, but it's actually like really humbling. It's good. Yeah. Now we got five. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we, yeah we got five. What's, what's something you want to speak about in your five? Oh, no man. <laughs> you put it all on, on me spot. now. I, I hate having like a time restraint too. Yeah, because yeah. instead of just letting it flow. flow. Yeah. yeah. But that's just the, what we bro, you got to experience breathwork, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Oh, I don't. I literally don't know. Like now that I'm put on the spot, I feel like I've just been expressing it all via the conversation already. But mm. yeah. yeah, I don't know. Something that I'm, I'm, I've gauged from the conversation that we've had is um, one. Like, art, uh, life is literally a form of art. Mm -hmm. And two, it's up to us when we decide or not to keep paint on the end of that brush. Yeah. And I feel like you're wanting to dive back into really soaking that brush up. Yeah. And exploring or writing some new artistic flow. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Like, even... Now, like, hopefully I, I want to start focusing on art more as well, like what you're saying, and then just put it to work, really. And, like, I, I, I have to start, like, from ground one again where, like, I'm going to start producing work that may not be liked, but, like, it's the stepping stone to progression, I guess, or, like, some form of help. Yeah, and I think by you documenting that, bro, mm. you get that point of reference where you get to reflect and go, shit, man, I'd, like, I got from here to hear like with anything yeah. yeah yeah and i was like wow like i feel really like proud you know yeah, yeah. as hard as like that progression is yeah it's just learning to not compare yourself to everyone that's like yeah. so hard and then now yeah. with such a social media type kind of world like just don't want to lose yourself in that eh? like a, yeah, that's bro. one thing i'm always happy that i can stay grounded with is i'd never take instagram and be like this has to be my life and this is me like i'm not worried about the other people on the other end of it it's just like it's just the base for me to share my work like a free platform which is good but i'd never say i want to be instagram famous or anything like that if, if it comes it comes and i just mm. do yeah. do what i can and see where i can take it yeah it's easy to get lost in that bro like yeah even recently because we've been putting out so much content trying to stay up up to mm. date with it i found myself over the past week and a half slowly starting to get back into looking at my phone more than i should yeah where i had boundaries before where i, I wouldn't look at it amount of times i don't have notifications on that but it's it's so um it's a real sort of i'm not going to say balance i hate that word it's it's a real act to just spin that plate at mm. the right time and that be enough yeah you know because so i know other people that are like successful like i look at them and they're successful in that and then they say they still get on there and it dulls them down because they're like i start comparing myself as well like i don't have enough i don't know i'm like man this human nature of us with this technology it's just destroys us a little less like piece by piece but it affects everyone but people just act like it doesn't but 
even like there's times where I eat food and then I'm like, might as well go on my phone as well. I'm not even just focusing on the meal. Like it's in between <laughs> two dimensions, like all the time with it. Like Interesting. Uh, sorry, fun fact. When you go on your phone while you're eating, I think you consume an extra 200 calories. Yeah. Um, I would fun fact that I just learned the other day. I can't remember. I can't quote where that came from, but yeah. You don't even digest your food properly, right? Don't they say? Because you're actually not chewing it enough and you're not actually in the focus of it. So something else happens with your stomach there as well, mm. which is interesting. So for anyone listening, put your fucking phone down when yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Talk to the other person at the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bro, I'd love to get you um, back on or, or catch up a bit more. I actually had like a, a light bulb moment there. Mm-hmm. And um, you pieced together a puzzle that I had yep. in the back of my mind as a future project. Yeah, cool. And it just clicked. It's like, okay, Zay knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, all right. We'll talk about I'm it. always interested, man. I'm yeah. definitely keen to come back. This is real good for me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Bro, thank you for coming on, bro. Like, it's, it's been a cool conversation. It's yeah. interesting that creativity was a real um, prevalent thought in my mind the last yeah. 24 hours. And like unpacking that for myself, and then just to have a conversation around creativity and what that looks like, and how that relates to our life. Yeah, well, like just even awesome. just when you offered me to come do this, I was like, it's crazy that our life circle has kind of happened again. Like, there's, <laughs> there's another passion in that involved from like our younger days, and I get to like do it again. Yeah, but we're older now, and yeah, it's cool. That's yeah. the thing I like about it. Massive, bro. Yeah, cheers, man, bro. Awesome. Well. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Express Yourself podcast with Zay Masters and Andy Archie. If you'd like to leave us some feedback, please leave us a review. All contact details will be added in the description. And in the meantime, don't forget to... Subscribe.